a trove of Fabergé eggs to Nazi-stolen gold dumped into a lake. These supposedly missing statues have captured the imagination of explorers all over the world. But are they the stuff of fantasy? We'll find out. This is Casual History. Everybody, this is Casual History. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's right. Just another episode for everybody. Another casual episode another of casual. history. Um, That's right. We have some stuff to talk about today, Jeffrey. It sounds like it. Um, sounds like we're returning to the mysteries of... We're returning to our roots here at Casual History. Oh, these are the roots. <laughs> I guess. I, I like to I think so. these aren't the roots, if you know okay, what I mean. Not, they're not the roots. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but do you... Jeffrey, can I ask you a question? Do, no. Do you like treasure? I love treasure. Do you like, you know, missing things being found? Are Dude, I I lose <laughs> my keys, my wallet. I know that sounds like this atypical you do, person. But that's okay. But I lose everything. So yes, okay, I enjoy perfect. finding you, things I did not expect. That that elation whenever you finally find it and lay eyes on the thing you've been searching for for thirty minutes—it's the best. Exactly. Yeah. It's well, the this best. is where we're headed today. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about some treasure, right? But it's not Nazi something treasure. that was lost thirty for thirty minutes. It's no. going to be a like a, a legit treasure. <laughs> okay. Good. So it wasn't a brain fart. No, it definitely wasn't. You ready? Yeah. Well, uh, before we get into everything, how's your week been? Uh, It's been good. Did you catch the latest five minute history episode? I I did. did. I I really liked it. Good. I really liked it. I actually sat down. Yeah. Did you? You Yeah, I do. I know. It's weird because it's it's just like (laughs) the music stuff like uh, that we used to do. I I didn't really listen back a bunch. Yeah. uh, When we do it. So it's just it's still kind of weird to hear. Uh, but it's my talk. episodes. You're right. You know? so it, yeah, feels, it felt better for yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> it felt better than here. I myself. feel like if we got to check in on each other's five minute history episodes to we make do. sure they're, you know, up to snuff. Yeah, up to snuff. Always evolving. You know, keeping it up to date. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I really liked it. Thanks. Okay, I think that's cool. probably what triggered a little bit of this too. Okay. <laughs> Just that adventure kind of feeling. You know what's funny is I've realized a few of our episodes kind of go hand in hand. Like most times it'll be. Like the World War Two episode, and then we'll go into um, the plot to kill Hitler, right? Like that was yeah. There was, they back to back off each yeah, other. Yeah, they kind of do. Whether that's subconsciously off of the previous or I think so. post, I don't know, but I really do think so. I think it's just like uh, most of the time we don't know where we're going with the next episode. Like I don't. At least I'll be honest with myself. I don't know where I'm going the next week. Yeah. And so uh, something you'll say in the previous episode will all of a sudden trigger of like, oh, I really like that subject. And then that gets me started on this tangent. Right. And then I find the thing that I'm doing. So yeah. that's always, always how it seems. To Our work. Genghis Khan episode, people seem to be really liking that, by the way. Yeah, they do. Like, I know it's, it's been popping off. Yeah, that's, yeah it's been popping off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, cool. yeah, it's going well. So I am ready to get into it if you are. Yeah. I just thought I'd it. get a little recap of, you know. I appreciate that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. For the people and for myself. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're ready, prepare. Start I'm then. ready for treasure. <laughs> Let's dive in. Okay. So Lake Toplitz in Austria is an odd place. Is it? It is located in the Dead Mountains about 40 miles southeast of the city of Salzburg. 
which is inaccessible and frozen over for about five months of the year. That's horrible. Some people believe that Nazi gold was hidden in that lake, the end of World War II, Jeffrey. Like on purpose? On purpose. There that have been, seems so typical. <laughs> there has been a number of deaths of people who sought the sunken treasure, leading to speculation that someone or something still guards it. The lake is 2,500 feet above sea level, is located in a narrow, steep-sided valley covered in dense forests, and can only be accessed via long, uh, mile-long private dirt track. Okay. Yes. So this is a rumor... And there's been multiple people who've died mm, from it's, it. It's rumor, but there are, there are certain things that hint towards this being true. Right, but that's what led explorers to go try to dive, dive in it, I'm assuming. Well, of course, golden riches. I've heard, funny enough, I, I watched a documentary about um, this Incan city in uh, South uh, America. Yeah. And it was about a, a lake that I think is holy, and it was above sea level, and mm. how that presents extreme challenges that most people don't even realize. When diving, like if you're a diver. Oh, no, for sure. So I'm assuming this is just my connection point. I'm like, wait, 25, you said above sea level, right? Not below? Above. Above. That's got to be something to the reason. Maybe yeah. a lot of people have died. Yeah. Even though you're probably going to bring up Loch Ness Monster or... <laughs> you want to talk about <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster? That's next week's episode. <laughs> mutated sharks <laughs> driven by, you know, laser beams. You I'm, know, I'm, I got Sasquatch next episode and <laughs> okay. uh, Loch Ness okay. Monster. So. Sorry to interrupt your flow. No, you're I'm good. just... I was wanted to throw that little nugget. Out I'm there. just setting the scene, you know. I'm just setting the scene of this lake. There's also we pulled up a beautiful photo of it. Yeah. So you can kind of see it is literally covered like uh, most angles is covered by steep mountain sides. It doesn't seem that big. It it doesn't seem that big through the picture. But uh, for those who want to look at it, um, it's on our Twitter and Facebook right yeah. now as you're listening. Right. So, but uh, Toplitz is just over one mile long, and varies in width between 500 and 1300 feet. In some places, it is over 300 feet deep. Uh, however, the only the upper 60 feet of the lake of the water is fresh, and below that level, the water is very salty, contains almost no oxygen. This means that fish and other marine life cannot exist in the deeper areas of the lake, and anything that falls into the water and sinks below this level does not rot or decompose. So that's a major important note. Wow. Yes. Is it so? It could keep if you threw something down there, it sank to the bottom. It could keep oxygen from getting to it, which is what decomposes items in general. Yeah. So, like, obviously gold isn't affected by those normal things. You yeah. know, it doesn't rust. It's not like that. But, like, if you were throwing in, like, paper, anything that you would think over time would degrade just out outside. Well, water would prob- probably degrade paper, right? Well, I mean, in general, like, things just degrade on its own. Mm. Uh, Due to oxygen? Yeah, oxygen getting to it. And like, uh, that's why my bread goes bad. Well, that's what like, <laughs> like you talk about the, the mum. Yeah. That's why your bread goes bad. That's right. It's all the hidden air. Well, that's, um, that's true. Right. It's just like, it's like potatoes. You know what I mean? You peel a potato. You can't, you can't unpeel it for it. very long. <laughs> you can't unpeel it. Yeah. I get you it. can't unpeel it. Yeah. And it oxidizes and then yeah. it goes bad. Gotcha. This uh, is kind of a science lesson for me too. Well, it's the same thing with like yeah. mummies and like, that was the fascination was with the area where they buried them, how they always wondered how the embalming went and uh, how well preserved they were. And part of it was due to some sort of like their sarcophagus, like not giving them. Yeah. It's really oxygen. sealed tight. Yeah. Yeah. So like stuff like that keeps things preserved for a long time. Dude, I'm, I'm assuming there's probably an answer that I'll wait for, but the question that immediately comes to mind is 
it's an isn't it ecological reason like is it like a salt bed or something at the bottom that like oh i don't know is there a reason why it's so salty it doesn't say it just it's all it says is that it was it's in half so like the top half is yeah. fresh huh okay so i don't know there's probably some there's got to be well there's got to be some geological research. like natural does it ecological what did i say before <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Forgive me. It people. all it all makes sense. I know what you mean. I just drove three hours. <laughs> I mean that's not like that's a lot, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Give you me drove. A... You 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 zoned out. It's all good. Yeah, uh, my but, mind's going. But over the years, trees and branches from the surrounding hillsides have fallen into the lake and now form an almost impenetrable barrier, which floats around sixty feet below the surface. Ooh. Yeah, so this makes diving the lake extremely dangerous. Yeah, so you, it's almost like a, a, let alone that it's frozen five like a months. wall. Yeah, like yeah. a wall. Underneath the water, 60 feet. And it's held there. between the, the salt, salty, and salt and fresh water. Yep. Wow. Weird. Yeah. Such a weird thing yeah. to naturally occur. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, during 1944 to 1945, the German Navy established a small testing station on the shores of this lake. Torpedoes and other weapons were tested here. However, it wasn't until after the war that the lake gained more sinister reputation. Uh, the nearby banks were more than a little surprised when the locals began attempting to exchange British banknotes. When questioned, they admitted that these had been discovered to wash up on the shores of the lake. Uh, investigations showed that the banknotes could be high-quality forgeries Produced during Operation Bernhard, a Nazi attempts, attempt to destabilize Great Britain's economy by flooding the country with forged banknotes. Banknotes are just currency. Just currency, money. okay. Uh, yeah, so the operation never went ahead, but it seems that, like, it seems at least some of the forged banknotes somehow made their way into this lake. Right. So like that's, a plane dropped it off on accident, uh, <laughs> just directly into the lake. Well, maybe they were dumping it because they were like, "Well, this is no use. Just get rid of them. Dump it at the bottom of the lake." Uh, I mean, uh, maybe. Like, what else would the reason be? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but like, there's, that's just the first red flag. Yeah, it's a red flag. Weird. You know what I mean? Like this being a weird spot. Uh, that also led people to wonder what else might be sunk at the bottom of this lake. Probably dead bodies. Yeah. In late 1945, <laughs> Hitler had ordered the German finance minister, Ludwig von Kroskik, Oof. Yeah. yeah to sorry. move the gold reserves uh, of the Russian uh, Russian bank. Russian bank. Russian other, bank. <laughs> <laughs> Russian Reich, bank. It's, it's, I think it's Reichen bank. Oh, Reichen bank. And other valuable items to be placed in a place of safety. This, it was reputed to include not just gold and platinum bullion, but also jewelry, art, and treasures, and banknotes from various countries and shared certificates. So the Nazis did do this on a regular basis, where when they, when they started having any trouble, they would hide the most precious of items, art pieces, things that they stole into some of the most difficult places without even them keeping records of it. That way they could keep it Only safe. Need to know. Only to lose it. Only they need to know, and then if a few of those need to know, don't know anymore, or die, mm -hmm. it's gone. They yes. wanted a Swiss bank before a Swiss bank was real. I guess so, but like throwing it in a lake seems a little sketch, but sure. <laughs> but was, they had to do to be tests, a right? They, have, they would have had to do testing on the lake of like, if we throw this down there, is this going to be messed up? Especially if it's banknotes. How would they know yeah, that I the banknotes would survive if that's what ends up being found? I don't know. That's a, You're going to tell question. me, I'm sure. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll find out together. 
Okay. You already know, so uh, I guess I'll find out <laughs> by myself. The first deaths seemingly associated with this lake area occurred in February 1946. My birthday month. When two climbers, Humlet Mayer and Ludwig Pilcher, pitched a tent on the shores of this lake. They apparently intended to climb Mount Rofenschwang above the lake, but the bodies of both men were discovered in a snow hut on the mountain about a month later. Both had been murdered. Huh. It was later discovered that the men had previously worked at the naval testing station at the lake. The Allies had been searching for the missing Nazi treasure since the end of the war, and some began to wonder whether at least part of it had been hidden in Lake Toplet. Okay, yes. so these men used to work at this naval yes. station that was on the lake. That's right. They then went back, or is this during the time, or is this like the current working, or is this after? They went back after. After. So, and two of them went camping, and people they didn't know that they were. Why there would previously. they just so happy? Hey, let's go camping and at our old site. Ended up murdered. Yeah, maybe there's something in the mountain. I don't know. They might have known something was in the mountain. You know. Uh, but interviews with the local people provided a story about the convoy of trucks, uh, about a convoy of trucks guarded heavily by armed SS troops which made its way to the lake in early 1945. So, see, there is record of people seeing troops, actual troops and trucks mm. running to the lake. Um, yeah. So that, that would be hard to um, justify. Hide, yeah. wouldn't it? If, if there was a local think? population, unless you just keep it quiet somehow by intimidation, but how do you keep that quiet, yeah. especially if you're moving so much? Like if it is as reported so much go like a big oh, cache yeah. of valuable items mm-hmm. how do you keep that quiet i don't know but i think they figured i mean like just like that at the, off the top of it it says it's nearly almost it's only accessible by like a dirt track this little community like, yeah community. a very small community and like a dirt track up to the lake so maybe they just thought again that it was the most remote place they could think of yeah that they could access huh um, cause it was surrounded by mountains. It's like in a very peculiar, peculiar place. Yeah. You know, but, in in 1947, a team of U S Navy divers was sent to this lake, but the difficult and dangerous conditions made it impossible for them to find anything. And the attempt was abandoned when one of the divers drowned. Could they do, <laughs> this is me. Like what? I'm, like I'm trying to run the expedition. I know. <laughs> yeah. Could they, could they do sonar? Could they do, you know, uh, right. scans? Uh, could yeah, they do any true. of that? I wonder um, if anything would come back through the, the, the wall barrier. Of, yeah. Of gunk at the I know, the but that would be my first thing too. It's like, let's get sonar in there. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> let's get some sonar in here, guys. Can we get some sonar? Like my immediate thing is, what about ground penetrating radar? You immediately just start going like, how would I, how would exactly. I find this? I don't even think of how. It's just like, well, why don't they do this? Well, yeah, why don't why they do this? Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me. No, you're good. <laughs> but in 1950, a German engineer named Keller arrived at the lake to do some climbing. Why? I, because the mountains are pretty beautiful, yeah, obviously. but just so happened. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But he engaged with a local climbing guide, Gert Gurens. Wow, what a name. Yeah. But Gurens died in the climbing accident soon after. When Gurens' family investigated, they discovered that Keller, too, had worked during the war on the testing station in Topless. Yeah, exactly, Jake. This is not 
you don't come back there just to <laughs> climb the mountain. So everybody coming back to climb the mountain, they suspicious as hell. There's That's some all rumors. I'm trying to say. Uh, maybe there's some rumors between amongst the people who worked there. They knew For something sure. was hidden. Like, but that if that doesn't speak to a little bit of like there being something happened, like something happened to make them think this. Did Keller survive? Uh, no. Right? Oh no, no. Keller did survive. It was Garen's that died. So he could have killed the guide after he helped him up there. I mean, he could have. And found whatever he found. They said the family investigated. Uh, huh. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Uh, in the summer of 1952, the Two body... Years later. Yeah, the body of a visiting French geographer teacher, uh, Sean Dezaz, was found close to the shore of the lake where he had been camping. There were signs of digging, but also nothing was found. He was dead, though. Yeah. Well, so, so why... All these people are dying. I know. While, while investigating the death of the Frenchman... Austrian police also discovered two other bodies on the opposite shore of the lake. Both had been shot in the head, and neither one was ever identified. Just one shot to the head? Yeah. Dude, this, that doesn't seem like it. That's, it that's, this doesn't scream that something terrible is happening. But that sounds like a perp. I don't know why. Like, maybe I, like my immediate reaction to that is People one shot to the head is not like you're getting in a gunfight or that something. sounds like an execution yeah, style. Yeah, it sounds like an execution style. Yeah. Just bang, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Wow. It's just scary. Um, okay. Okay. And just to keep going, I'm just going to go down the list. You ready? In uh, 1959, the West German magazine. Seven years later. Uh, funded an expedition to search the lake. A team of divers spent almost five weeks at the lake and recovered 15 metal and wood boxes, which were found to contain millions of pounds of forged British banknotes. Well, there you go. They, were also, they also recovered documents from the Reich Main Security Office which had been under control of Heinrich Himmler during World War II. And the plates and printing press used to make the banknotes, uh, and the, the printing press that was right. used to make banknotes was also found. And that's all under the water? Yes. Under the 60, f- I guess, do you know whether it's I don't under- know if it was under, it had to be under the wall. Yeah. I can only imagine that's the only way paper survives in water for that long, is no oxygen getting to it in some yeah. weird way. Um, it was rumored that the divers had seen many other boxes but have been instructed to leave them. So that's, that's weird. <laughs> maybe it was just too dangerous? I, maybe. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's this weird. is all up yeah. to, okay. to interpretation. Like, okay. But this all sounds very mysterious to me. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, but did they have security when they did this? Like, that would be my number one priority after learning of all these people who've died around the lake to the mountain. Security of what? Themselves, man. If themselves? something's ha- if something's happening here, who do you trust, Jeffrey? I don't know. Who do you bring on that you trust? No government. You bring <laughs> you bring men, and you don't even trust those men. Is that what you're trying to tell me? I don't. You need security, though. Something. Obviously, but continue. But yes, the story in the magazine attracted a great deal of interest in the lake, and uh, the number of people that came out to the lake hoping to find the rumored treasure. In the summer of 1963, a party of three West Germans came to the lake, but one of them drowned while diving, and later that same year, members of the Austrian dive expedition claimed to have found the wreckage of a German military aircraft in the lake. So they may have dumped also aircraft, like again, like this, this also supposedly uh, been a testing site for like torpedoes and things for them. Technology. Yes. Uh, So it could be secret information or malfunctioning air, like uh, machines or something oh, yeah. that just doesn't 
didn't work anymore or they didn't right. want anybody else's hands to be on as they were testing this stuff. So they just was like, quite chunk possible. it at the get bottom of, of the lake. Yeah, get rid of the evidence. Yeah. Um, and then It does seem like the easiest thing to do. Sorry to interrupt. It does. No, it does. No, you're good. <laughs> but then in October of 1963, a, West, uh, a young West German tourist, Alfred Egner, drowned while diving in the lake. And the Austrian authorities then banned all diving in Lake Topless, which they should have done a long time ago. Yeah. After all these deaths. So many people. But, but rumors were getting around. So, uh, but yeah, they officially banned all diving. Hmm. So you can't even search it if you want. Well, well. Uh, well I'm, I'm sure mean. there's a way. <laughs> who owns the lake? Do you know who owns, like, who's, hmm. what uh, jurisdiction? Wait, you just said you the just country said, of Austria. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. said. Sorry, I just I was like <laughs> the Austrian police. Probably. I didn't. Know. I didn't. Yeah. No, I feel you. I no, know. I know what you mean. I didn't like be paying attention. Back. You're trying to see if it was like uh, owned. Own is it like government property? Technically, like, is it just? I would guess. Con- is it just state property? Like, what is it? I would guess it's government property. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's all government property. You know, know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yes. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, who actually has the decision to do that? Right. I'm just imagining, like, an old man who, like, has the land deed of this whole lake, and he's like, all those billions are mine. Yeah. No one touch it. Everybody out. Yeah. Uh, okay, so to continue. We just ended with the 1964, 1962. 1963. Three. But we're going to go ahead and jump to, in 1983. 20 years later. A German biologist, Professor Hans Frick, was given permission to dive at the lake. His intentions were to study the flora and the fauna found there. When he, uh, and he brought with him some small diving capsule named Geo. The expedition was funded by a German magazine of the same name. However, when Frick used the capsule to pretend, penetrate the layer of tangled trees, he found the lake bed littered with military debris, parts of torpedoes, the remains of a seaplane, and even the prototype rockets designed to be launched from U-boats. He also found large ball, uh, a large ball of forged, forged English banknotes, which he recovered, and he noted that there were a number of other boxes which he left in place. Fricks returned to the place following, uh, following, the that following expedition. three years, yeah. and uh, on one visit took photographs of a box on the lake floor which showed Russian script. This led to the speculation that the boxes in the lake may contain treasure plundered by the Soviet Union, perhaps even the fabled Amber Room, even though this has never been confirmed. Wow. Okay. So yeah, yeah. it makes sense. So what we were speculating before we get to that information was yes. it was throw whatever you don't want to be seen anymore, anymore, like down at the bottom. Yeah. Throw. Oh, we have a plane. Oh, we have torpedoes. Oh, we're testing this, but it didn't work. It seems to make sense that it would be that like failed attempts that failed things that they didn't want other people getting their hands on, didn't have time to destroy. Get rid of it. Just throw it in the get lake. Get rid of it. it. I'm assuming since it's heavy enough to float down there. Right. They didn't expect it to live. They didn't expect the paper, I'm sure, to I'm sure to Yeah, I wonder survive. if they did know um the properties of the lake. Yeah. Before doing that. Or they Maybe just thought they, they were getting rid of it. it. Maybe I, I shouldn't doubt that. I don't know. I feel like they would probably know. You think so? I mean I with mean, a research facility there, yeah. I'd imagine you have to know the waters you're testing in. True. But that would just be me. Yeah. That's my assumption. Wow, so he saw all that with the the machine, the machine yes. he used, they Geo. actually brought like a diving, like a little mechanical. It this lake doesn't sound big. It doesn't look big. It's a mile long. You said five hundred feet wide at points. 
Like fifteen hundred, yeah. Fifteen hundred feet. Well, okay, well, yeah, it's yeah. kind of big. That's good. You can drain the lake. <laughs> it's also uh, three hundred feet deep at its steepest point. I think. Drain it. <laughs> drain it. That's my pump whole thing. It. Pump the With whole thing, man. A lot of man. the treasure shows I see, where it's like, oh, well, it's you know, you know it's what kind the of bottom. manpower? Yeah. What kind of cost that would undertake it, someone? We build lakes all the time. I mean, sure. You should be able to destroy a lake when you want to. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think that's a good statement. <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't like that statement that you just put out there in the world. Destroy a lake. You should be you able to destroy a lake if you want to. We should be able to have the technology. Let me clarify. There we go. To to drain a lake when you need to drain a lake. Casual history, not advocating destruction of property. Or, yeah, but or the world. You know, like that thought. No one's diving in it anyway. Yeah. So drain it. <laughs> drain the whole. <laughs> drain drain like, the son of a bitch. Save the fish. <laughs> save. Are you saving all the fish? You take the marine life. You put them in. Uh, you know how much water that is. Yeah, it would be. It you would be a big imagine. expedition. It would be huge. And if there was nothing at the bottom of that dry, empty lake bed, they'd be like, you'd be out what millions of dollars. <laughs> well, you know, there's not nothing. That was a bad sentence. No, not nothing. You know that there's something there because Geo. There's hints. Yeah. There's supposedly hints said he saw all these items. But it could be empty boxes. It would just be great. If someone was a, a history nerd and you had some FU money, yeah. if, I, if I was a billionaire, Same. if I was, if I was ahead of Amazon, like, <laughs> and I had. If you were Jeff Bezos, yeah. would you drain this fucking lake? Would I spend a million dollars? If I could, if I gave money to charity and like had all my, and then I had some section where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do some world a favor and like help with our history. Let me go to these places that no one's been able to figure out or do anything about feel because like of money. I feel like your accountants would be fighting you tooth and nail. I don't, I, I This is the worst care. investment. It's not an investment. It's about pure <laughs> Like it's discovery. Exactly. It's about it's about discovering something that's worth. Why'd we go to the moon, Jake? Yeah, because we can, <laughs> motherfucker. Because we could. <laughs> no, we couldn't. But we we made it happen. Jake. We made it happen. Made you're it happen. Right, you're right. Actually, there's a lot of I think tech. I mean, we did it for humanity, but not really. Yeah, there were a lot of from what I reasons exactly. So, sure. see, this would be a pure <laughs> endeavor, dude. Why haven't we done anything about the moon? I love space. Why haven't we done anything about the actual moon landing? The like, conspiracy? <laughs> we don't have to go into the conspiracy. But you know we weren't the first to land. Well, I mean, we were the first to land on the moon. But mm-hmm. we, we, um, the whole, the race to begin with was, wasn't even about landing on the moon. It was about, um, I think it was orbiting the moon. Or, mm. it was, or it was just satellites or something. I can't remember what it was, but basically we lost that. So our next thing was, how do we one-up it to oh, take the press? Oh, it wasn't satellites. It was, it was, yeah, it was reaching uh, orbit around Earth. That's what it was. Okay, and, something. Uh, the Russians did it first. And then we were like, well, the Russians did that. We got to overdo it to, to, to you know, that, well, that's fill the least, press with what we won. But that's at least what we learn in our American textbooks. Yeah, just to be Just to be real. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's the way we learn it. So this pure endeavor I have in mind mm-hmm. is a couple million dollars, maybe, of equipment That's and low. manpower. <laughs> That's low. You think to drain a lake. I th- the, 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 drain a lake this size, a natural lake this size, you, I think you're underestimating, like, how many, like, square cubic meters of water you're going to have to dump. And where are you putting it? It's mountains on almost every side. Where are you dumping this fucking water? Don't, don't <laughs> kill my vibe. I won't. I won't. If you can do it, Jeffrey. If it's fresh water. You're right. I don't even want to have to go down to this plan on this <laughs> podcast, but I would come up with the plan. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Okay. If, so If I was Jeff Bezos, I would do it for the pure love of it. Yeah. Just like all those people like hunting 
that treasure they just found in the mountains. The person just found it, yeah. right? Uh, the Rocky Mountains treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to do a podcast on that right before they found it's it. Pretty as quick well. thing though, because the man made it right. He wrote a book about it. Right, but it'd been it'd been years. Yeah, it'd been a while. Yeah, I mean, it was like definitely like a. Did Did you uh, know that there's new information about new sarcophagi? Yes, found in Egypt? I did read that. Yeah, you did. I was considering about five minutes. Okay, hey, that'd be know. a good one. That'd be a good one. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, back to the lake toplets. Yes. Okay. So I was going to ask you this question: Do you know what the amber room is? Have I, you heard of the Amber Room? Uh, I'm just going to say no. Okay. I don't even want to try to I'll speculate give, on I'll what I I'll just give I a basic overview because I had no idea. Yeah. But it sounded, obviously, that it was very important through that statement. Amber. Amber. <laughs> that it could be the Amber Room, the fabled Amber Room. And I was like, okay, well, I have to figure out what this is. Yeah. Um, but the Amber Room was a chamber decorated in amber panels backed with gold leaf and mirrors uh, located in Catherine Palace um, near St. Petersburg. Okay. Uh, constructed in the 18th century in Prussia, the room was dismantled and eventually disappearing in World War II. Uh, before its loss, it was considered the eighth wonder of the world. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're looking at pictures now. Wow. Yeah, incredible. Wow. Like, that's mind-blowing. I, I, I didn't even look up pictures. This is my first time seeing it. You guys should wait, look it up, too. Wait, we'll post some a, on Twitter. I don't think this is a real photo. I don't think... This is th- a recreation of I it? I think it's a recreation. Well, yes, because yeah, they reconstructed They reconstructed it because it was stolen, basically. Yep, these are recreation uh, photos, but this still is pretty mind-blowing. Right. So the Amber Room was lo- looted during World War II by the Army Group North of Nazi Germany uh, and was taken somewhere for reconstruction and display. Several eyewitnesses claimed to have spotted the famous room being loaded on board the Wilhelm Gusloff, uh, which left on January 1945, and then was promptly torpedoed and sunk by a Soviet submarine. Wow. So that room that you're looking at, the original room, was lost forever. But that is definitely a recreation of it, of what it looked like. Huh. Okay. Um, a popular hypothesis uh, involves a bunker in Mamarki in the northeastern Poland, or that Stalin ordered the Amber Room replaced with a replica prior to its looting, hiding the original. The main problem with finding the Amber Room is that the Nazi regime hid many items in many difficult-to-reach places, usually without documentation, leaving a wide search area. Hmm. Even as early as 1939, the Germans moved items to destinations far from Europe, as in the case of the SS Minden, which carried four tons of gold equal to 100 million euros. Wow. Uh, not found until 2017. So it was just found. Yeah, that's what I, I just pulled up, actually. Yeah. You were talking about it uh, The search for the Amber Room has also been halted by authorities. In the case of the castle, it was also halted because the his, historic value of the castle. So they believed it was in a, a certain castle yeah. there as well, but they're not willing to destroy the castle looking for it. Right. Um, so, yeah, so it's still lost to history, wow. this Amber Room. So that's the rumor is that possibly it could be there. Could have been sunk there, hidden there somehow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, see, it just goes deeper, man. Goes deeper and deeper. I know. There's so much. Well, as we're talking about this, do you want to take a quick break and we'll get back to it? Let's do it. All right. Welcome back. Thank you guys for listening. If there was ad during that break, um, all of it goes to help support this podcast and for us to grow more listeners and to make better content. For That's those right. who want to support us, um, you can just find us on social media. That's the easiest way. Yeah. Casual X History. 
Um, also, give us a like on this podcast. It helps us out so much with the algorithm. Yeah, the reviews on iTunes yeah. podcasts help. Um, yeah, it helps. Yeah. So we're, today we are talking about yep. Lake Toplets. That's right. Um, I'm sure you guys, have, if you've listened this far, you know that by now. But if you just somehow just joined in, here's that's what we're talking a lot, about. <laughs> lots of mystery surrounding this and Nazi gold. Nazi so, gold, possibly. That's right. Um, and so, yeah, we were just talking about it. There was a, a theory driven by, um, I don't know who it was driven by, but basically that the Amber Room could be, this could be a location for the Amber Room. Right. Um, which he was explaining to me because I didn't what know. What the Amber Room was because I had no idea what it was. And we just pulled up, it, even during this break, we pulled up an article. Uh, and another theory is that they believed around the same area in Austria, though, salt that there mines. was a salt mine that it could have potentially landed. Um, There's a good article written in 2017 about three um, older gentlemen, I won't say mm -hmm. old people, but older gentlemen, <laughs> who believe that the Amber Room um, of the Russian uh, Russians lies in the Prince's Cave in the hills near Dresden. Wow. Um, or, you know, so that was a good little yeah. bit. And also brought up something that I was talking to at the break about, uh, I, I didn't know that it makes sense. But I this is my first time hearing about the Nazis trying to set up a like after world after, world museum. Yeah, a world museum like after we destroy the world, here are the all the world's most after valuable we artifact. The world, after yeah. we conquer the world, that was their theory. Yeah, which is which is wild, but uh, which is why they were stealing all this stuff and yeah, trying to keep it. They destroyed a lot. They yeah. destroyed a lot. Anything yeah. that didn't fit in their um, ideologue, I don't know the right word. Yeah, or their yes. Is that the right word? I think that's the right okay. word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to back to you no matter cool, what. That, that sounds good. It sounds good. So exactly. I'll go with it. It sounds great. <laughs> so we just finished off with basically the last expedition we just talked about of, uh, was in 1983. Right. With a man who used uh, a machine, used finally, Geo. Geo um, and dive. it was uh, funded by a magazine. That's right. And he claimed he saw all these things, and but he was able to recover some items right. being the British... Banknotes, which is all I've seemed to be hearing about. No I know. one brings up anything other than the British banknotes. Well, they found like torpedoes and parts of the planes. Like that was this latest ep expedition. They had brought up actually like items. Excuse me. Uh, but yes, yeah, so to continue on in that, in that thread. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, in 2000, the American television network, CBS, jointly funded an expedition to Toplitz with uh, oce Oceaneering Technologies. The company which was able to retrieve artifacts from t the Titanic. So, James Cameron. Basically. <laughs> the expedition was supported by Simon uh, Weisenthal Center in Los okay. Angeles, which hoped that items stolen from Jewish victims of Nazis or records relating to them might be recovered. Right. Um, the expedition spent the summers of 2000 and 2001 at the lake with a mini submarine capable of remaining underwater up to 72 hours. What they found remains a matter of dispute. Why? O officially, the two CBS-funded expeditions found nothing more dramatic than more forged British banknotes with a single box proved to be filled the tops with beer bottles and a note which read, Sorry, not this time, apparently placed in the lake by a practical joker. However, some spectators at the lake reported that several galvanized boxes were lifted from the water and loaded into armored trucks under police supervision. And in 2005, it was announced that Bruxenfort, okay. the Austrian state company which controls the lake, uh, had signed a three-year agreement with Global Explorations, an American-funded company 
uh, by treasure hunter Norman Scott. So, so let me, I'm just, yes, no, (laughs) so there was a funded expedition through these two companies, one from California, one from, I didn't catch the other place. And locals say, like, they're telling everybody, hey, we didn't find anything. We found just the British bank notes, everything that you guys already know. Which is what you would say if you found something (laughs) valuable enough to keep quiet. Sure. But it could be just nothing. Yeah. And they, well, they said eyewitnesses have, there are eyewitnesses pulling Full boxes under police control into armored vehicles. And another uh, thought that goes into that is, um, why do you go back? If you spend a full, if if it's a mile long lake, okay, Mm -hmm. it's not that big of a place. No. You have a submarine that can go underwater for 72 hours. Sure. You spend a whole summer there. Yeah. Why do you go back the following summer if you found nothing? If you think it was just average, no, continue to look, I guess. But you're telling me you wouldn't have the time. In the first expedition. So, like, my thought is, doesn't that lead you to think they did find something or a piece of something to bring them back? They obviously found enough evidence of there being something that they decided to stay and for, continue for to, to look. Yeah, for it to be funded for two years, sure. two expeditions like that, that's... Exactly. It's not cheap. So, why would you be doing it, right? Uh, we were talking about know. how the expedition, just to drain the lake, <laughs> I mean, just to do that expedition and yeah. bring a submarine in like that? True. Doesn't it, sound cheap to me. It's not cheap. <laughs> so, uh, so Scott actually gave an interview to the Swiss magazine uh, Facts, in which he noted, "Until now, nobody has explored the lake with high tech equipment. We will now be the first people to go to the right spot." This is in 2005. So this is after the two expeditions, or this is the uh, 2001, 2002, or 2000 it expeditions. Doesn't specifically say. Okay, I'm going to guess it's 2005. Okay, so we'll go from there. Um, but yes, uh, information about just what this expedition did or didn't find is scant, but it's generally believed that they didn't recover anything of value from the lake. It although, was taken. Although diving in Lake Topless is now illegal, uh, that doesn't stop treasure hunters from flocking there each summer. The Austrian police report an average of 10 divers are arrested at the lake each year. However, most people believe that anything of value which was placed in the lake bed in 1945 has long since been re- removed. That would be my assumption. Uh, was there ever Nazi treasure in the lake? The presence of the large forged banknotes implies that the Nazis really did use this location to dump valuable items, as well-attested local accounts of SS activity at the lake during the closed stages of the war support this idea. But no one has officially found any treasure here. Uh, there are two final tantalizing clues that may be significant. In 2001, a Dutch tourist found what appeared to be a medal in shallow water, in Lake Altser, less than three miles from Lake Toplet. Okay. Uh, on ex- examination, this proved to be the personal seal of Ernest Kaltenbrunner, a senior member of the SS who had long been associated with the concealment of Nazi's stole tre- stolen treasure. So he was in the area. Yes. That's what it's, it proves. It proves that his medal was found there, so it proves that the area is, he was, was there. definitely... He was there, and yeah. if, if that was his job, so he all was the there signs, for a reason. Yeah. All the signs show that this was definitely could have been an area for them dropping off things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, the 2001 seems, the 2000-2001 expedition seems like the final nail of let's go get whatever is actually down there. Yeah. Is what it seems like. You think like that's it? Me. And then just they recovered it already, and they're just hiding it themselves? 
that would be my assumption. Mm. It was paid for in in quotes, you know, by, by the mag- by the magazine, uh, filled out, you know, by um, people. I don't know what was it a news story? I don't know. Yeah. So like made it made it a news story to go. Oh, tell them it's nothing. We took what was valuable. <laughs> right. We found some more banknotes that'll cover the story. Right. But why did we come back here two years and spend all of our money to use a submarine for a yeah. mile long lake? But they yeah. obviously believed that there was enough evidence to believe that that could be true. Yeah. They were going to find this. But yeah. That's enough too. That like, maybe I'm ignorant. Maybe we it. don't know enough. But that's my immediate assumption. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> but I'm a believer. That they're hiding. I'm a mer- I'm a two on a mermaid scale. So you know <laughs> what I mean. So I'm a believer of things. Right, you are that don't seem uh, logical. Maybe <laughs> not logical. But maybe. If if it was a conspiracy, that is plausible. That I like the plausibility of ah, that seems a little too, right, good to be true or too fake. Right, like, that doesn't seem real to me. Mm. Yeah, them well, doing it. Oh, we found just another little half thing of banknotes. That's all. That's guys. it. <laughs> but why would they? That's just that just seems a re- recurring scapegoat. We found banknotes. It seems like we found banknotes. I know they keep reporting uh, banknotes, but maybe it was all just banknotes. Maybe there's nothing there. It was just this, Lake Toplitz was just the center of the mass production of fake money. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) they just chose Lake Toplitz. That's going to be the bank money. Yeah. Lake. Yeah. I don't know. know. If we ever need money in the future, guys, this is where we're throwing it off now. Fake bank notes. Um, But Carlton Bruner was executed in 1946. (sighs) Uh, the finding of the seal so close to Lake Toplitz has increased speculation that the lake may have been used to hide stolen valuables. Yeah. During one Professor Hans Frick's expeditions in 1985, cameras picked up what appeared to be an entrance to the underwater an underwater bunker, but it was never explored. What? In the 1990s, the remains of an above-ground bumper bunker were found less than 200 feet from the lakeshore. The in- interior tunnel had collapsed and perhaps even been destroyed deliberately at the end of the war. Okay, this has mm-hmm. evil la- genius lab it, it does. all over <laughs> it. You're telling me that there yes, this sounds like a Bond villain. You know? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's an entrance underground tunnel under this lake. Yeah, dude. And under this lake leads to a bunker and that's even in finding the gra- anything underground. Even finding any Nazi like them having an outpost, then people knew that there was an outpost there them finding any Nazi stuff there in that lake at all proves that there definitely could have been things. There's activity there. Um, wow. Yes. Yeah, that that immediately goes ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> There's something here. There's an underground... That doesn't sound too far out of reach, does yeah. it? An underground bunker right. that like, they could do testing underwater, yep. right? So you they have destroyed. an underground tunnel there. So no one could use it. Yeah, and you destroy it when you're, you're done. So the last little piece is... Austrian police said that they had to have interviewed a local man who helped soldiers load a large number of boxes into a caravan access through this bunker. There has been no official attempt to excavate or re- explore this ruined bunker. Lake Toplitz remains a strange and forbidding place. A number of people have died, some mysteriously while attempting to explore it. No one is certain whether the lake has ever contained Nazi treasure or if it existed or whether it's still there. Uh, this is one mystery that seems likely to persist for a very long time. Right. Um, it seems like, okay. I would say there's, I'm there's gonna build something the case in that there lake. That's all I got to say. We're going to build the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. They used it. There's, there's evidence of being used by oh, yeah. Nazi Germany. Okay. We know that there's used of uh, banknotes. So we know that it was something that wasn't 
good thing. Like we know it was fake. They're making fake money. Yeah. Right. To do a plan. Right. Sure. Um, we know that there was submarines tested there. We know that's what it was used for. Mm-hmm. We have, there's evidence that there was an underground tunnel to a bunker, a bunker. that could be connected to an upper bunker. Three miles away, you find, uh, a medal from the person who basically led the expedition to hide Nazi valuables. Right. In the vicinity. Like just a coincidence. Y- right. Totally. At the bottom of the lake, things could be kept, right? With which I don't put it past them to know this, right? They obviously knew that would the be oxygen my assumption, level was low. So that way they could act like they could put valuable items down there weirdly in water and them not erode if they were to come back to it or needed to come back to it. Mm-hmm. And also, if we needed to hide something like uh, a piece of technology that didn't work, but we don't want it to be in the hands of someone else or whatever. Right. Seems like that would be reasonable thought. Yeah. Just common sense. <laughs> um, All the evidence kind of points and then, towards and then something. The, the defense of it is, not the defense, the, uh, another layer is like, well, it, they, I wonder if it was like this during their time as well, where there was a wall of, like you said, the... The wall floating of trees, at the bottom of the trees. Because yeah, like a... if it was, and that's even more of a um, deterrent. So in their mind, they're like, well, this is kind of another deterrent of people's not going to dive here. Right. All the multiple executions, I'm going to say those words, yeah. and murders around the lake and people who used to work in the, in the, in the facility right. coming back years later to mm-hmm. make a climb, air quotes, yeah. um, <laughs> in the nearby the mountains. mountains, which, again, could be connected to a lower bunker. It's who all knows, speculation. Who knows what's around <laughs> there? We're just talking about the lake itself. Like, right. Who, who knows what's, like, if they use this lake heavily, what kind of infrastructure did they build around it? Like, there's mountains on every side, like, three It seems like it would be a nice place. It. Again, this is speculation now, but all those things I just said about the fact, those are all facts. Those are all things that are... Known. Can be proven. And we know that it was proven that some, the GEO in 1983 mm-hmm. proved that there was... Machines, torpedoes. There's also been boxes. pictures of boxes with Russian lettering on them. Yeah, uh, pieces of yeah, pieces Which of, for the amber room, right? Is what they're thinking. Um, well, yes, that's that's the room. I mean, obviously, the thing that people have been trying to find for forever is the amber room. They apparently. connect that to that. Um, so all of those lead up to there is something like that I believe here. it personally. If I was just putting my opinion in there, yeah, I believe that. Definitely, like I don't know if I believe like all the Nazi treasures hidden down there, but I do believe that there was more there than just banknotes. Yeah, well, banknotes is valuable. It's just money, right? Maybe it was well, millions fake, upon millions of money. money. It was fake money. But if it was, maybe it was uh, valuable in. Maybe is it? Would it I'm, not be valuable still? No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it was one of those things where, um, that basically when. They knew the war was over. Mm-hmm. They were just like, get rid of it. Get rid of all the stuff we were going to do. Um, all this extra stuff. And they just decided to throw it out. But basically, they were hoping to crash the British economy. And maybe Austria uh, funded that uh, expedition in 2000, 2001, because they were like, you know what? Let's actually want to own it. Let's actually get the stuff. Let's get whatever's down there. Yep. And let's get, get it over with. Yeah, you maybe. Know? And not have to worry about, I don't know what they would be worried about, but. They're afraid of what was found the down there. I'm following the money. I'm trying to follow the thought <laughs> line of thought. You know, yeah. There's got to be some, all. All it leads to me is there's something there of interest. There, sure. there would not be that much activity, yep. that much based on fact, if there wasn't something extremely interesting there. Right. I'm with you. 
So I'm with you. And that's what made it so interesting because I love, I love the idea of, um, cause these things happen. Like they're in movies. They sound crazy. I, I always say the same thing. I feel like I say the same line every time, but it's the truth. Like all these things in history, things that are made into movies that are like, that cannot be real. It's like people crazy finding to treasure. Like it happens. Things are hidden. Things are found again years and years and years later. We're squirrels, man. We're, we're finding and uncovering new historical things every day. Just like you just said, we just found new mummies in a totally different place. Like I read that whole article about that too. There, there are new things being discovered every day. And to act like we know where everything is or like, these mysteries, the fact that these are real life. Well, we have to accept some things of, uh, we, we accept, we have to make a story for us to feel comfortable. Yeah. Not just feel comfortable, but if we don't know, we don't really have the resources or the time, or maybe it's not something fully explored, we're just going to go, this is the accepted yep. line of thinking. But we or, have to humble ourselves on that point. Yeah. We as humanity need to humble ourselves on, on all fronts, that when we act like we know everything there is to know. Yeah. Like, we don't. <laughs> I feel we just like don't. I feel like I I always myself put people I always make things um uh what's the word I I always want to believe the crazy things that people would do mm-hmm. to to either hide things or to do because I feel like that seems the most real even though that seems crazy like the conspiracy theories that I always believe in like <laughs> right? I said it's not so much that I th- I just feel like history if if it's proven anything after constantly stories is that people and humans do not do things in just the average daily manner that we like assume of the past right and the stories that we talk about and tell yeah it's it's littered with just unique individualistic weird people and yeah. horrible people great people doing things that aren't into traditional thought no yeah like the things we define that we define as world wonders things that we come upon and we're like holy hell look how what, do they do look, this yeah how do they do this like it just it I wouldn't have ex- you, expected it. <laughs> it teaches you not to underestimate humans, humanity in general, and what our ability to do is because half the things that we find were like, this looks impossible. How do they do this? Yeah. This is this is impossible. They made they made this miraculous thing. That you know how much effort would take in doing this thing? At but this they did point it. in time. Yeah, like yeah. like all the crazy stories and like things could have hints of truth to them because I believe like even though in the timeline of Earth, humans haven't been around that long. I believe in in history in general that if someone could think those crazy thoughts, that someone has attempted all of those crazy things we've talked about. If I had the power to hide treasure, mm-hmm. if I had the power, like, like if I was actually, but the thing <laughs> what is, would like, you hide? Those, That's the real question. What those, would you hide? Those moments were thoughts because it was like it was the life or death, right? You're in a war. Like those moments of hiding valuable items, like. Maybe it they sounds, thought they would recover them later. Exactly, but it sounds crazy, and it kind of sounds like, who would go through that effort, you know? The but Nazis you, did, and that's it, just one tiny blip. Well, that's what I mean. History. When you're in a life or death situation, because mm-hmm. it's what it was, right, when it's your survivalhood of any, sure. like, you feel like you have to come back for value, to have a living somehow? I don't know. Like, there's always multiple reasons, Maybe I they feel. thought that even if they got beat now, doesn't mean that they wouldn't return and use those things later. Who knows? But I'm just saying, like scapegoats, escape ways to you know, like if yeah. they were to make their aunt, someone was to make their escape, and they were like, right. "Hey, here's some treasure to last me money," you know, whatever. Like, no, man. I mean, like the stories of treasure and things being hidden, and uh, incredibly valuable things being hidden is sprinkled throughout history. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and we don't know. 
next we not next know. week um but one of these next weeks i'm returning to egypt because i found a new um whole world of um uh evidence mm-hmm. on um an underground like that there is an underground there's a there's herodotus and there's a bunch of writings on an underground um not cave system but like uh um not maze either i don't know the word uh, but basically underground city-esque thing yeah. in Egypt that was actually r- supposedly real. Oh. Um, really interesting. But again, it goes to the whole fact of, man, humans, man, never don't underestimate humans. Like, and it was just, just like there's pillars that were supposedly, it was just a wonder, basically, a yeah. wonder of building and, and of infrastructure. Right. And it was underground, supposedly. Yeah. So One day we're going to find it, boys. I think it was in Cairo. Yeah, Cairo. Yeah. One day. Um, anyways, we just went on a whole rant of why we like history and why history is so cool. Yeah. Like, just to top it off, (laughs) that's just what we're saying. Like, yeah, yeah, history's cool. Um, the fact that these are real things based in pretty, like, there are lots of facts pointing towards it is wild. Yeah. This is a real, real factual, uh, this actually happened. The the whole Nazi thing with the late toplets, even though it's a conspiracy, there's so much evidence to prove that this there it didn't happen of here. It was hidden somewhere else. Yeah. In some sort of mine somewhere. They they put this sucker somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it, why not here? Yeah, why not? Why not Lake Toplets? Well, that's, I think that's it. Yeah. That's, that's going to be all for today. Right. Just some treasure hunting. You know what I like to do on, on a weekend day? <laughs> I do like re- treasure hunting. I'm going to be one of those people that have a um, metal detector. Yeah, I immediately thought that too. I was like, dude, I would love to do that. Yeah, I would love to do that as a hobby. I just want one that goes deeper than five or ten feet. Like, <laughs> well, I want to go. I, well, I want one that <laughs> penetrates a hundred feet, man. But why? Because you're not getting to anything under five feet, really. Maybe you would, but in my mind, if man. I really want to find something years back, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> that's my Christmas gift. Dude, I want that as a hobby. I'll, I'll start that up. I okay. want to be a metal detecting person. We should do a podcast from the hunt. Yeah. <laughs> just our finds. And we one have day, like a mobile, alive. yeah, mobile, um, mobile mics. And we just like are, we're talking as we're treasure hunting. Yeah. We'll just take a couple of hours. Yo, that would be a great side podcast. And so we just talk about a subject as we're doing this, like normal. That's a treasure and hunting. And then if we find something, obviously we talk about it. Yeah, live on the podcast. And, yeah, and yeah. we discover it live on the podcast. Isn't that wild? <laughs> that'd be fun. That'd be, that'd be really Isn't fun. Isn't that a good idea? Yeah. Wow, that just happened. We're patenting it right now because it's on the podcast. So it's, it's, uh, it's staying with us. What, what do we call it? I don't know. It'd have to be a pun. Yeah, it'd be like... Uh, um, Metal detecting. <laughs> yeah, detecting... Uh, Detecting, detecting <laughs> entertainment or something stupid. You know what I mean? You have to like. You have to it do needs some... to fit in our umbrella of casual history because we have yeah. casual history and five minute history. We uh, need like a... it doesn't have to be history. Oh, you're trying to put it underneath in a blanket. Here. I think it need we need it under our brand, Jacob. Okay. If we're okay. creating a brand, all right. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about this. Off we air. can talk about it. Of okay. Course. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far. Um, give us a shout on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know if you would listen to us uh, doing that idea with metal detectors. If If you you would would listen listen to a podcast (laughs) of us discussing topics, history topics, as we're we're treasure hunting, yeah, that would be the a good side podcast. (laughs) That'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, and we could we get like a 
five people doing it. We could have like as a many team. people. Yeah, team. Yeah, man. And then just anytime someone finds something, we stop what we're doing and we talk about it. it. And what bring we find? It to us. Yeah. Yeah. What do you find? Heck yeah. Yeah, we go on hunts. Damn straight. That's a good idea. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know if you'd be interested in that on our Twitter. And uh, we might start it up. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? How expensive are those machines anyway? Right? I think they're like a hundred bucks. No, they're more expensive than that, right? I don't know. I think I thought up. I saw one for like one hundred twenty-five bucks. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon. It. Anyways, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Casual History. We will see you on Wednesday for our five-minute history. And uh, until then, yeah, have a good week. Oh,